Ahmed Sharif and welcome to another episode of The Lead. The Lead from Deccan Herald podcast brings you voices from across the spectrum in various spheres of life. Doctors, nurses and the hospital staff. The frontline workers, the corona warriors. They work day and night to keep us safe and are fighting this epic battle with the pandemic. But how do they do it? What goes on in their day and how do they feel? A few days ago, I spoke to a doctor posted at a COVID care center, Dr. Nikhil Naithotu, about what goes on in the hospital and his day there. Listen in. So welcome to DH Podcast, Dr. Nikhil. Yeah. So uh, take us through your day in the COVID uh, care ward. Okay. Uh, like morning around 6, 6.30, I left my home and I came to the hospital with all my luggage and all. Uh, we were allotted uh, the uh, rooms and all. Then we had our breakfast and we got the PPE kit, uh, the hazmat suit. Initially, like uh, like some of our friends who were already posted, they guided us how to wear the PPE and all. Then like we wore the PPE. Then around like uh, once it was around 5, five minutes only, 5-10 minutes, we couldn't bear the heat like it is too much of uh, too much of humidity also in the bangalore as of now so it was so sweaty and all inside uh, even the we wear a, gla- a glass above our pp uh, kit where it was fogging completely it was like we can't see anything uh, we had to remove it and wipe it off then we went to head towards our uh, screening opd of covid in the way we had to pause like many times because it was raining on that day so it was fogging a more, so we had to remove our goggles and clean it up everything. Then we went inside the ward and started our work, uh, OPD this one, started our work, like patients used to come and initially we had to prioritize, like see whether they fit into criteria. We have a list of criteria from Indian Council of Medical Research where they, uh, there is a set of guidelines. Like we have to see who is eligible for the COVID testing and who are not eligible. And some of them are like uh, who would have come in contact with the primary contact. So in such kind of cases, we had we used to call them after five days, like after the five days of their in- initial incubation period, where the chances of the COVID testing to be positive if they are infected, likely to be positive will be more. Uh, we had to prioritize the patients. Like there are... Uh, some cases like uh, patients does not have any symptoms, but they would have come in contact with a positive case. So in such conditions or would have had a travel history to Maharashtra and all or international travel. Mm-hmm. So in such kind of patients, uh, we used to, we'll take a swab and uh, tell them, we'll give them an option of home quarantine or hospital quarantine. If they want home quarantine, we'll take a undertaking signature and then send them. If the patient has some symptoms of corona, then it is like once their swab has been taken, we'll call the contact, contact the network hospitals and find a bed for them. Then we'll call the COVID ambulance center where they send the ambulance and directly the patient will be taken to the COVID hospital for quarantine till the report comes as negative. So once the report comes negative, we have to send the reports of the patient to that particular hospital, and uh, they'll uh, like they'll set the patient free uh, by giving the symptomatic treatment for other things. So if he comes to the positive, he comes positive, they'll send them send them back to Victoria Hospital where this is a fully fledged positive hospital. So that is how it goes in the OPD. Uh, then we'll be having lot of like once the patient come, we have to enter their uh, all the details in ICMR app where uh, they generate a COVID ID and uh, there is sample registration form ID. 
where uh, it is linked to their host, uh, mobile phone uh, like that is how the arogya setu app uh, works like mm-hmm. if they come positive that their mobile number will be linked to it mm-hmm. so anywhere they go it will be connected mm-hmm. so we'll get their id we'll take their sample then we'll do the further proceedings like whether to send them to home quarantine or the hospital quarantine mm-hmm. so during the process it will be like uh, we'll be getting up a lot of time going outside inside like we'll increase our breathing pattern and all so our glasses will start fogging then like once we are inside the covid ward we can't touch any of our uh, hazmat suit what we are wearing even the goggles or anything like we have to try somehow to work with that environment we can't remove our uh, kit for another six hours like even if you sweat or even if you want to have some water or anything we are not supposed to remove it so that is how it used to go daily uh, that is the routine like we'll have different shift like uh, one day i'll be having morning shift the next day i'll be having afternoon shift so that is like per day we used to screen some around in one shift we used to screen at around like 60 patients 50 to 60 patients that is like in 6 hours duration and we also used to get some dead bodies which come from the like the ms medical legal deaths of the like various reason even we have to we have a set of different protocol where we get a letter from the forensic department mm-hmm. to do the covid testing and all so that is how once the uh, dead body we take the sample we send it to the mortuary and once the result is out so final then they'll uh, proceed further with it. that is how it used to go okay and what about your anxieties like how did you react for the first time that you got to know that you have to you know uh, posted in the covid ward like what were your thoughts uh, like i was actually i was wanting to work in covid ward since the starting of this pandemic it was not like i didn't i was happy actually i was not uh, surprised or i was not feeling scared or anything I was happy to work in covid ward so it was like uh, kind of nice it was like uh, it was like a war scene for us like mm-hmm. we feel like we are entering some battlefield like the way the people react the way uh, like uh, like a first duty so everyone all our teachers everyone they'll be like uh, take care of yourself like telling all such things and all it is like we feel like as if we are going into some uh, war zone where there is we are fighting with some enemy it is like actually we are like we are fighting with some enemy who is whom we can't see so uh, that is the thing but i was i was not anxious actually i wanted to work in this covid wards the only issue like only difficulty which me or like most of my batchmates used to face like none of us were scared that we are posted in covid wards or anything we were happy to go only the thing which we like difficult for us is the pc to wear it for six long hours it is like literally very difficult one of my senior like like there is different types of ppes mm-hmm. so like one of the ppes like it is very secure like uh, the grade is very nice like it is fully covered but uh, she couldn't even stay with it in for 5 to 10 minutes like she had breathlessness everything she had to remove the ppe and come out of the duty so that is how even i uh, i wore the new kit and i was not able to breathe inside it was like someone is compressing my neck and preventing me from breathing that like that is how i used to feel then i had to remove the kit within 5 minutes and change the kit and wear something else some other kit mm-hmm. so the problem is with the app kit like we have to wear we can't do anything that is the protocol but the thing is it is very difficult to sit with the uh, app kit for six long hours and all that uh, metallic strips which the goggles and the masks have it will cause blisters on our face mm-hmm. like after six hours once we remove the uh, this one everywhere like all that pressure areas will be having blisters like we try putting cottons and all in between but still 
like most of us get blisters over the face and all how did your family react when they came to know that you uh, are okay uh, actually my parents were anxious like once we they got to know that our hospital is going to get converted into covid ward from then they were anxious like like they were asking every time did they post you in the wards and all mm-hmm. so like uh, our posting was not initially like it is like now we got our postings now initially we were not in covid ward so for them that time they used to think okay by the time your thing comes i think corona would be it would not be a pandemic uh, like your hospital will be starting the usual services so they were like they were uh, hoping that i would not be posted in covid ward mm-hmm. they were kind of like actually they were kind of anxious and they are too even now also they are like kind of anxious and they are like scared every time they will be like be careful do this do that and even while speaking to them on the phone if, like they find they find like uh, what happened to your voice has your voice changed do you have cough do you have cold like they keep on asking all such things and uh, are you prepared for the quarantine period they are supposed to like that is the protocol right yeah 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 the during the duty like actually our quarantine starts once our duty starts screening opd uh, there is different kinds of this one like we are posted in screening opd then there are some set of people who are uh, posted in icu some set of people are posted in ward work so everyone are allotted in allotted uh, accommodation in different floors so that we shouldn't mingle with each other to prevent the cross contamination like if someone gets an infection from icu ward so if he mingles with the person who is in screening opd or in the ward even those are those also will get infected and the manpower comes down even the resources will be harmed so they see to that like each of us are uh, like allotted different floors and uh, we won't mingle with each other once our duty is there we don our ppe kit in our uh, near our rooms we have a donning rooms in every floor so in our floor we don the ppe kit and uh, from there we head towards like we are uh, we, currently we have accommodation given in super specialty hospital so once we don our this one we'll head towards our uh, duty once our duty is done we'll doff our uh, all the ppe kits there except for the inner pair of gloves and mask and the uh, this one hair cap and even the foot cover so so from there we come to the hospital back uh, then near the entrance of the hospital they uh, they won't allow anyone else to enter in the hospital actually uh, near the entrance of the hospital they have all the sanitizer everything we'll have to sanitize then remove our caps mask everything then they'll again provide sanitizer they'll spray it on all over our body and on our shoes too mm-hmm. then there's separate set of uh, lips like uh, when we go to the uh, duty we have to go enter uh, we have to use the front lips mm-hmm. and while coming back from the duty we have to use the side lips so to prevent the contamination again once we come from the side uh, less we like while going in the morning itself we would have kept a set of uh, towel and new uh, scrubs ready uh, the dress ready near the bathroom so that we directly go to the bathroom take a bath then we enter our rooms so this is a kind of quarantine itself this is for during our duty once our duty is done uh, we'll be shifted to our quarantine uh, like only quarantine period for the quarantine place Uh, where the other seven days we have to spend there. So on the fifth day of our quarantine, they'll take a swab. Like they'll also test us an endoparyngeal and a oropharyngeal swab. Once the test report comes negative, till then we are not supposed to go out of the quarantine. So once our test is negative, then they'll send us back home. Okay. So that is how the quarantine thing goes on. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, can you tell us more about the uh, the kind of patients that you have dealt with? Thing is, like most of the patients will come with the complaints of fever and sore throat. So, like as of now, after uh, like uh, five duties have done, it is more of people who come with uh, sore throat and uh, fever. Mm-hmm. And some people will come with the history of contact with the case. Like they would have met some of the relatives or something. Who will who will turn out to be a positive? Like they'll get to know that positive after some time. Mm-hmm. Those are like majority of the patients are these people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, some people who have the issues like breathlessness, who are in very severe state, even those people do come. And uh, there is also set of people who come for pre-operative testing, like the some of the hospitals before taking the patient for a surgery, mm-hmm. even to make sure that uh, the patient does not have uh, COVID, so that they'll prevent. Uh, the, it is a safe. for measure for themselves as well as for the other patients in the hospital mm-hmm. so even those people do come uh, but according to our criteria now the current icmr criteria we are, there is so we won't test the people who come only just for the sake of certificate telling that it does not have a uh, corona or something only we are testing currently like whoever is a symptomatic or a high risk patient so such kind of patient we are we are dealing with and some people do come they like people are more anxious now so they think like some patient if they if they get to know there is some patient who has come positive in their area they'll come and they're like test me also because the person used to stay in my own area but they won't fit into criteria because unless they have come in contact with that patient they're not dealing we have to we have to counsel them also that they are not they are not fitting into criteria so if at all they have any symptoms only then we are testing them Mm-hmm. There are certain things that you know you are currently in in sort of a quarantine period that you said, uh, yeah. home food and and everything else like uh, it, the life has changed 180 degrees right in this situation. What about that? Yeah, like uh, the food is not an issue. Like our institute is actually providing us with a very good food. Uh, the food is very good, and even like they are taking like very good care of us. Like seeing to that that uh, we won't feel lonely. That we are out of our home environment or something they are taking a very good care like even the medications like we are we are on uh, hydroxychloroquine prophylaxis so they are providing those they are providing proper uh, bath stuff Uh, bathing this uh, one, and we are supposed to wear uh, scrubs only. Like they are providing OT gowns to us. Like we have to wear OT dress itself in during the stay or stay also and for duty also. We are not supposed to wear our own clothes, mm-hmm. so that will not be infecting. Will be or will not be making our clothes to be a vector of transmission for the virus. Mm-hmm. So they are providing all these clothes, and uh, everywhere we have a phone. Looks like if we call the nursing staff who is in charge of the place, if we call them immediately, will be they'll send us. Whatever we want, food or like breakfast, anything, anything we are solving. Like yeah, it is like different than home. Like we can't expect the same thing what we get in home. It is different. But here it is not like I'm not alone here. Like there are many other people also have come like come here for the same reason. So it is it is kind of like uh, we are a family now. All the COVID warriors, we are a family. We are a team. So that is how that is how it is going. So everyone are in the same ship. All uh, all right, Nikhil. Thank you for talking to Deccan. Yeah. Uh, take yeah. care. And yeah, thank, thank you from you. our side. Yeah. Thank you. That's all in today's episode, dear listener. We wish you a good health and take care. 
Tune in this evening on our news update podcast from the newsroom to catch all the exciting developments of the day and to get the news while it's still budding. For latest news and updates, log on to www.deckenherald.com. Check out our e-paper at www.deckenheraldepaper.com. To read news on the go, sign up to our Telegram channel t.me/deckenheraldnews. Keep up with the news from your interested sphere by downloading the all-new Deccanherald app, in which you can personalize, have quick glance at news shots, check highlights, and even listen too. You can get it from Google Play Store and Apple App Store, and you can find the links to the same in the description.